Spreading Cajun across the nation. Pushing the brand across the land. Welcome to Ragin' Review. Made by the fans for the fans. Cajun Nation. What's up? What's up? Jerry A. Bear here. Looks like we're switching roles. I'm going to be on the soundboard tonight. We have our reaction pod. This is the post game show at Raging Review. Cajuns drop the season opener at Austin. Man, not quite what we wanted and not quite what we expected. Cajuns drop the game 38 to 18 to the Texas Longhorns. And so here, and bear with me here, this is my first time on the board. But, anyways, I have Mr. Matt Miguez and Man About Town, both out of town. Matt and Josh, what's going on, guys? Pain. Pain. <laughs> yeah, not quite what we wanted. Obviously, uh, didn't go the Cajuns' way. I think the, what, if you could describe this game in one word for each of you, Matt, I'll start with you first. How would you describe this game? One word. Underwhelming. And Josh, man about town, one word. Jim Mora. That's the name, right? Jim Mora. I love that. <laughs> we couldn't do. We, we couldn't do diddly poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass. Yeah, I, I, I get it. And, and really, it kind of fits, right? So I think it's safe to say overall um, that. You know, you know, most people, a lot of pundits were picking the Cajuns. We were feeling very confident going in. And, you know, from the start, it looked like things were kind of, you know, going our way. We, we kicked a field goal early on, got a nice little drive, stopped Texas on one drive. And then all of a sudden, uh, that wide open pass to, to B. John Robinson, who, I mean, basically proved to me today that he's a Heisman contender as well as an All-American running back. It, it, the, the, the floodgates kind of opened up a little bit. Uh, Matt, I'll start with you first. What did you see about today's performance in uh, Austin? Jerry, I mean, we had two good drives the entire game, um, and it was the first two. You know, I, I thought our first offensive possession, yeah, we went three and out, but we showed that we could run the ball well. Um, obviously, that third down pass by Levi, he ended up running towards the sideline and throwing it away. Nothing was there. I wasn't that mad about it. You know, it is what it is. Defense shows up excellently on that first Texas possession. Uh, stuffing B. John Robinson in the backfield on one play. You know, you and I were talking about this before we hit the record button. You know, a lot of people on social media are, are blaming the defense for this game. And I think that every single one of them is dead wrong. Yeah, um, I think I think the biggest issue from this game was the performance of our offense. Yeah, and look, I'm I'm with you 100 percent on that. Uh, we'll kind of dig a little bit deeper on what you just said, uh, Josh. I kind of want to hear your opinion on it. You're, you're obviously you're in Austin right now. Talk a little bit about besides the game. Talk about the atmosphere and, and seeing the game in person and seeing it on TV are two different things. Like, what what was your from your perspective in the stadium, what did you see today? Well, it was very hot. Very first thing, 
going to have to say to you. It's the hottest I've ever been in my entire life. Uh, but our offense was cold, super cold, very bad, actually. Um, anybody that thinks the defense lost the game is a complete and total moron. They have never watched football 10 seconds in their lives. Do they think the defense lost the game? Uh, to say that the offense wasn't very good is being nice. Our fifth-year senior quarterback play was extremely bad. Extremely bad. I mean, if you want to sugarcoat it, you can. If you want to say that, the, you know, Texas defense plays the game too, I know all the takes that are coming. But I'm just telling you, Hudson Card started his first game as a collegiate quarterback, and he dominated. If you want to do a comparison between him and Levi Lewis, it's not even close. He dominated Levi. Levi Lewis was terrible today. Yeah. Um, can, I, can, I, can I throw something at you real quick? I don't disagree with you, Josh. I do not. However, you know, some people like to look at stats. They're super analytical, blah, blah, blah. So let's do that. Before you One go any place. further, the stats at the end of the second half and the end of the game completely change the narrative of the game. And look, I don't disagree. You, you know I love Billy as much as anybody. But I'm telling you this. They are excellent at that because they can point at the stats for later. I'm telling you right now, we were totally dominated in the trenches because the defense was on the field for the majority of the first half. I know what the time of possession says. I don't care. I don't give a shit what that says. We were totally dominated at the point of attack. The defense got tired, and the offense could not even you're looking at third and two, and we're throwing the ball, and we throw a pass out of bounds. What the hell were we doing? Yeah, for me, I thought that um, I think both defensively, when it comes to time of possession, defensively and offensively, they complement one another. Um, the The offense was so bad at trying to sustain a drive in the first half outside of that one drive where they kicked that field goal they really couldn't get anything going and they just basically gifted texas the ball and then on top of that texas was able to compound on their drives and extend their drives and then after a long drive what happens the offense gets the ball back you know and, and and they just give it right back to texas and then texas does another long drive well by then no matter how good your defense is it doesn't matter like you're you're you're, you're struggling you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But let me tell you something. The first drive, okay, we're, I think it was third and two or six or whatever it was. Levi Lewis drops back on third down. He's got a wide-ass open lane on the right side of the field. Instead of running the ball, he tries to turn around to his opposite side and he gets sacked. That was a major turning point in the game. I know we didn't know it at the time, but it was, okay? We take the field goal great. We go up 3-0. The second drive, all right, we got a crossing right to, P- to Peter LeBlanc. Wide ass open on a third down play. Drop. Now, Peter should have caught the ball, okay? Yeah. I'm not going to put it all on Levi. Peter should have caught the ball. The ball was behind him again. We've been doing this for four years, buddy. Four years where the ball is behind these receivers. We talk about that, with that wide receiver room all the time, and they're talented. They are. The ball has to be put in the spot that it needs to be put. This is Texas. 
is not Texas State. You got to convert that. Yeah. Man, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm in total agreement. Um, and and you, you said it earlier, Josh, Hudson Card was, God, he was phenomenal. I mean, 14 of 21, 224 yards, two touchdowns, made great decisions. Um, Didn't make mistakes. Yeah, very, very few. Very few. Well, um, one thing about Hudson Card, and, and I said this, Last week, uh, I think Josh, you and I, when we did the uh, behind enemy lines, I said that you have to expose him for the freshman that he is. Now, granted, he's a very unique freshman, right? He played high school football like Travis. He has a lot of talent. And anytime we know how in Texas, anytime you give a quarterback reins, you know they have a lot of hype behind him. And, and look, he showed it today. The only thing that was frustrating to me, and, and Matt, we talked about this off the air before coming on. I wish we could have put a little more pressure on him because when we did put pressure on him, he rattled a little bit. Now, granted, he was elusive. He was able to get away from some blitzes, but he either threw it away or he took a sack. Let me interject here. Let let me, real quick. It was 7-3 with five minutes left in the second half. The offense hit the bed. They hurt us all I mean, look, the first half was worse than the second half because we, we kind of tried to open it up in the second half, but they hurt us the entire second half. You guys realize that we go into halftime, we should be winning the football game, but we cannot. Five years we've been doing this. He's a fifth-year senior. We got wide receivers that have been in the program three, four, five years. We've got super sophomores. We've got super freshmen that have been in the program two and three years. You have got to convert those plays. And that's the end of it. That's the end of it. The defense showed up. Chauncey Manak was in the backfield. Tylen Humphrey, even though he was held the whole goddamn first half, he was in the backfield. Freaking Zion Hill had one of his best games that I can ever remember him playing. Guys, we did it. We did what we needed to do in the first half. The problem was that the offense did not help the defense. Now, Josh, I'm going to interject. I'm going to interject. Yes, and 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 yes, I agree. I mean, what we saw in the first half was atrocious. Now, granted. This is where I, this is where my criticism of the offense comes in beyond what you just said. I kind of wish we would have established more of a run game. I felt that we didn't run the ball enough. I, am I wrong there? Well, did we try to run the ball? Yeah, we did, and I thought we got. And honestly, I got to go back and look at the stats, but it felt like we were getting three to five yards of carry. I thought we should have been running more. I thought we should have been, running, could, been running it more. We should have been running more. If we were in a third and six, I can, I can tell you this. I can tell you this. Chris Smith only ran the ball 11 times. And in those 11 carries, he averaged five yards a touch. I want somebody to tell me why Chris Smith got 11 carries in the entire game when he's your God. He's your feature back. 11 carries. Why Kyron Lacey, four-star recruit, easily the best wide receiver catches. on his team. How many touches? Four? Three. He had, he had three catches. Three touches the entire game. Yeah. Somebody talk to me about that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I, I will say, and like I said in the first half, um, and maybe I'm old school. I don't know. Maybe I'm old school. But I feel like if you have third and two, second and two, second and three, you're running the ball, man. You're not running these goofy play action rollouts and let's try to throw these little bubble screens. I mean, I'm running I mean, the play action. A, a, a play action. Now, now let's be very clear. 
I'm not a fan of our play action rollout, but I get why it's done. It gives Levi time for the play to develop. I'm fine with that. However, when you're like, like the situation you just mentioned, you're looking at a second and medium, a third and medium. You're either a shoving the ball down their damn throat or you're doing an RPO. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what Anything I'm thinking. Outside of those two play calls is not necessary. And that, that's what I'm thinking too. Um, Guys, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you, I, I don't think, especially for damn sure in, in my four years of covering the Cajuns from this perspective, but I think in my entire life as a fan, I've never been so angry after a game. And that includes the Mississippi State debacle two years ago. Does anybody have the numbers on the amount of play action passes we ran? And I'm just guessing here. I'm thinking seven the entire game. Mm, no, but I'm, I would say it'd be about that. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't have those numbers. But, I'd you say know, it'd be about. But that. would you agree that it was way less than you expected, and way less than than, than would have been productive for this offense? We can't just throw it down people's throats. We all know that Levi is. He is what he is. He's 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 a game manager. Okay, we couldn't even hit fucking steam route. Right, right. Well, here, here's and, and here's another thing too. Um, I said before the game, if you and I've said this all off season, I, you know, Levi is not a pocket passer. If you make him a pocket passer, he will struggle a little bit. And what happened all game long? He they turned him into a pocket passer, and he didn't roll yeah. out. He didn't use his feet. I mean, it showed today. I, I mean, I'm not going to deny it. One one thing one, one thing that I want to talk about. With, uh, with this offense is just and Josh, you know, I ask you this because you were there. You you saw it from from a different perspective. Why why was it that you did, did Billy Napier look nervous to you? No, I think Billy. Guys, how many times have we said it? You know, my, my opinion on Billy is, in game, he tries to outsmart people. And sometimes you have talent that you don't need to outsmart people. Now, in the first half, he should outsmart people. The scheme was there. The plays were there. We missed receivers. We dropped passes. We missed assignments. There's a couple of times where Imani Bailey had cut left or right, and he just made the wrong cut. That's part of the game. I mean, that's some, some of those things, you're not going to eliminate that from a ball game. But I think Billy got a little tight in the second half. You saw it with the ambush um, onside kick, which I was fine with, by the way. But you could tell he did not – I don't think he had a ton of confidence in our ability to come back because if you do, you don't call that play. And, and let me be clear, I'm fine with the play call. I was fine with it. I wasn't mad then, and I'm not mad now. I don't, I don't think – in the, in the five or ten reasons why we lost the game, I don't think that's even in the top ten. Oh, God, no. No. No, I don't think so. I no. I don't think so. But, but, you know, I don't know I don't know how much longer you guys want to dive into this, but I'm, I'm kind of ready for my rant. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Three words. We blew it. The biggest marketing opportunity in school history, and we shit 
get the bit. Plain and simple. Top 25 matchup on Fox. Jesus Christ, we played before freaking LSU. What are you going to lose to? So I'm not worried about LSU, but here's the thing, man. I don't think we blew it, Matt. I think that I think the branding is what the branding is. You know what I mean? People saw us, and there were, there were bright spots in the game. Did we miss an opportunity? Probably. Probably miss an opportunity, but I don't think we embarrassed ourselves. What I think we did as a football team, if you're just looking at X's, X's and O's, I think that we just I, – again, I think Billy tried to outsmart people, and I think that we tried to go away from what we know works, and that's what hurts the most. And look, talent-wise, Texas wasn't better than us. B. John Robinson's an All-American. Absolutely. I think Chris Smith, with 20 touches, which, by the way, they said he would get 20 touches, he got half of that. I think if you give Chris Smith some touches that B. John Robinson got, if you guys remember in the first half, B. John Robinson was basically bottled up. Had a couple of nice runs, but he was both mostly bottled up. I don't think we, we wasted an opportunity. What I think we did was that we got a little tight in the second half. We were down by a touchdown going into the second half, and we didn't play well. We had every opportunity. Billy Napier said, if we have an opportunity to win going into the second half, we will win. Well, we got our asses blown away in the second half. You know, I also think, too, it's it's little moments, little things that always add up to big things. And I think we had some little moments in the game that kind of shot our momentum. For example, many, many of, of the conversions, third down conversions that Texas had. But also, too, moments where, you know, we score, Chris Smith scores that 25-yard touchdown or however long it was. And then we get the extra point block. Now you're down. Now you're still down two scores, right? Instead of being down a touchdown and a two-point conversion. That's a good play by Texas. It is. But those kind of things, those kind of things, regardless of if Texas made the play or not, that kills momentum. Because you just scored a touchdown, you're back in the game, the extra point gets blocked. And look, that whoever that that the big man who blocked it, good for him. But now you're still down two scores, right? On the road. I can tell you guys in the stadium, the Cajun faithful were a little deflated when that ball got blocked because you kind of feel a little momentum. You felt like we were climbing back in it. And when they blocked that, it changed the course of the game because it was a one score game, like you guys said, and then it turned into a two score game. So, you know, psychologically it wears on you after you're really fighting. And let me tell you, it was hot. I know it was hot on the field. So many things were kind of against us. I feel like we got held the entire freaking game. And that's football. I understand that. But when they blocked the field goal, it's it, it, like like the wind kind of got kicked out of your sails there. Yeah. And also, too, we had, I mean, in late in the game, now granted these are, you know, fl- I call them fluff scores, right? You try to keep it respectable. Twice we left 14 points off the board, right? I mean, this team, I, I felt we were good enough to score more than 30. We scored 18. Why? Because we played sloppy. We couldn't move the ball. We couldn't. We, we had no time of possession. Um, but I, I don't think it could get much worse than this. I think that's the silver lining, right? I don't think with the schedule. Oh, oh, with the schedule oh. from here, I, I don't know. I know. I don't think it could get much worse than this. I mean, I think this is because look. Are you, are you performance-wise or for the season? No, like as like looking forward to the year, I don't think it could get much worse than the way we perform today. Oh, buddy. You really I mean, think we that... were bad. We we were bad, but come on. Well look, your biggest your biggest improvement week is one to two. Okay? We're going from Texas to Nichols, so there's not really much you're gonna learn there. But 
In week three, we have Ohio. Ohio. Coming to town, and that's a solid team, and I think we'll play well against them. But I, I don't – there's so many emotions involved after you get your ass kicked like that. I don't care what the final score was. They dominated us, guys. They just dominated Yeah, we got, we got killed. And we got dominated, but I think that it was it was it was a cascade of shit that happened from you know five, ten, fifteen minutes into the game. I think if a few things go right, that outcome is completely different. But I also and, think, like we've talked about several times before, the plan was baffling to me. The plan was baffling. We went into Texas. We threw to Tyron Lacey three times in the entire game, and they all came in the fourth quarter. I don't understand that. We didn't feature the tight end. I don't understand that. We were up up the seam all day long. Tight ends were wide open. We didn't hit them. I don't understand that. And, you know, an- another thing that I don't think a lot of people are talking about is the fact that think about how many of these kids up until maybe 24 hours before kickoff, their mind wasn't on football. Well, you know I brought that up in the preview, and, and I said, look, if the hurricane is it's one way or the other, it's going to be a factor. It was either going to motivate them or it was going to be a distraction. And I'm, not exactly, I'm, not, I'm not ready to say it was a distraction. Look, dude, Montreal Carter's from fucking Dale South, and he had a ball game. I mean, in, in tough yarded situations, they went to a freshman, a true freshman, an 18-year-old. So that tells me how much they care and how much they think that he can play. I think the people that we rely on let him down. I mean, I I agree, I really do. Um, yeah, plain and plain and simple to to sum it all up, we got our ass kicked. But here here's another thing I want to rant about. I'm going on social media, and you know, seeing people's reactions, and people are already talking about us going eight and four. Guys, first of all, it's one game. Second of all, we we have to give Texas their credit. They're a good football team. You know, they that, were a good football team today. And that's why I asked, could it get much worse than this? I, I don't think it does. That's my point. I don't think it gets much worse than this for us. We're still going to be a 10-win program. Well, that's why I asked the question earlier. You know, I don't think it's going to get much worse. I, I, I actually think... The best thing that could happen is that we do face, yes, we're going to face a good Nichols team and we're going to face a good G5 program in Ohio, but they're not Texas, and they're both at home. Nobody we play again is Texas. Right. That's my point. So I, The you know, only two games on our schedule the rest of the way that I could see us losing are App State and Liberty, and guess what? We're not going to lose both of them. I think, I think what hurts about this loss more is that we know we didn't play up to our capabilities, and it was on a of national course. stage. I mean, that's what's the frustrating thing, you know, and it's typical, well, here we go again. But even then, as sloppy as we played at their house, we still left 14 points off the board. It was still, I mean, I'm not going to say it was a respectable score. I mean, we lost by 20, but at the no, same time, not. it wasn't. But, but, th- but, that, but that's, the, that's the huge issue. Right. Is the fact that we left 14 points on the board in a 20-point loss. Right, exactly. And, and people are going to see the score and go, well, here we go. But then, at the, on the other Wait, hand... We got killed. What was that? I, like you said, people are going to see the score, and they're going to say, yeah, we got killed. Yeah, I mean... Look, 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 you guys are not wrong, but you all know that the name of the game in college football 
It's to win the games that matter. This game mattered a lot for everybody involved. And this is another reason why you can't pull a Lafayette fan in for good. is because they sit there and they wait for a Texas. Or they wait for a, I don't know, a Mississippi State. Now, look, we went and got the job done at, at Iowa State. And, that's look, it's, one, it's the greatest win on the road for sure in our history. But they, want, they sit back and they wait. And as soon as you give them a reason not to believe, they take it. And that's why it hurts. It doesn't hurt because we're not going to the New Year's Six Bowl and we're not going to go to the playoff. Not for me. What hurts is that we're not going to get the community to get behind us like they like they should. Yeah, we're, gotta, not gonna, we're, not gotta, we're not going to have twenty five. We're not going to have twenty five k in Cajun Field next Saturday. And that's a, then that's a crying thing because look, I know we didn't play well today. I put it more on the coaches than on the players. Honestly, you know that I do that. But we're better than what we showed, and we're playing a bunch of teams that are, look. Texas is good. Texas was good. They were better than us. They were deeper than us. They had talent. They were fast. I think Hudson Card was pretty impressive for his first start, and he's going to get a lot better next week. So I, I understand why the community gets pissed off and they kind of, you know, apathy sets in. They've been waiting on a winner for a long time, and we know that we are a winner, but the winner that they're waiting on is not the winner that we appreciate. The winner that, wait, that they're waiting on is the Boise State beating Oklahoma in the Torcida Fiesta Bowl. That's what they're waiting on. Well, what the – ridiculous, but it, but, but the community needs to understand, if that's the case, that it took Boise State 10 years to have consistent 9 and 10 win seasons to get to that point to beat Oklahoma. I mean, this is this is year three or year four for, 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 oh, for the Cajuns. I mean... Microwave society, buddy. I get it. No, I get it, man. I get it. But the reality is, yeah, is look... Guess what? I want, I want millions of dollars right now. But be realistic. Well, I think... That's the, not going to happen. But here, here is the reality, okay? Regardless of the way the Cajuns play today, on paper, I still think this is a top 35 program. I do. I really believe oh that. So, and, and every every goal we've set for ourselves in the preseason is still intact. This is this is one game. It's one, Look, every team that played today, every team that played today, there's a, obviously in every game, there's a winner and a loser. There's top 25 teams today that lost, just like us. Does that mean... They're any worse than what they were before? No. It's and, one can we, and can we just say this? Can I, can I just say this? I know that normally we are not fans of Tulane. However, what a valiant effort by Tulane to knock off number two Oklahoma or nearly knock off number two Oklahoma. Whoa, Tulane beat Oklahoma? No, they lost by five. Lost oh. by five. Man, you yeah. can't tell me something like that on a live pod. pod. Yeah. I yeah. Was, I mean, yeah, I, damn. Yeah, they had a. It was a fourth and thirteen, and the none of the receivers were open, so the quarterback took off running. He got he got the first down, and the referee marked him half a yard shy. Yeah, they said his shoulder his shoulder hit the ground like right before the marker. It was God, like yeah, within me, a half yard. Me a freaking river. Now, now but here's yeah, Spencer. Now here's the bright side. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. But you know, th- th- they say his shoulder hit the ground. We had Spencer Rabbler on a, on a similar play earlier in the game. His footsteps out of bounds two yards before the first down marker. But since he stretched for the ball, he gets it. Look, man. Look, look, look. Protect the Y'all know that. You, I was about look, to say. I was about to say that. In the first half, they protected Texas. I mean, dude, I'm going to tell you right now. Sauce got held every other play. Oh, every Sauce play. got held every other play. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a couple of blitzes. Uh, McCaskill shot the gap. He got held and tackled. They didn't follow 
So, yeah. So also too, um, losing my train of thought real quick. Um, how about this? Now, I, I think you guys might enjoy this. We gotta, we gotta dig into another team or rival. Uh, so, uh, Rustin, Louisiana Tech was up in Starkville, thirty-one to fourteen, to the point where Mississippi State fans were booing their offense. They were up. They were up thirty-four to fourteen. Thirty-four to fourteen. I apologize. I stand corrected. Thirty-four to fourteen. Final score: Mississippi State thirty-five, Louisiana Tech thirty-four. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Could you imagine the 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 vitriol oh, dude, we, we would have gotten? We would have ever, we would have never lived that down. But look, hey, the re- but let's be honest that this Texas team we played is a, I think they're a little bit better than that Mississippi State team that they played up in Starkville. Oh, 100%. So look, 100%. I, it's one. The good news is we got Billy Napier still as our head coach. What does that mean? Well, first of all, that means that as bad as we played today and as poorly as we, you know, showed up or well. We showed up and played poorly, but anyway, I don't, whatever. I, I do think that this coaching staff and these guys are going to take this and use it as motivation, right? I think that they're going to use this game as a way to say, okay, this is not what we're capable of. And it's all about how you Got respond. I, I really think this team will respond strongly. Look, I still think this team, like you said, Matt, is a double-digit win team. But you got to take it one game at a time. Look, you're playing a Nichols team next week that has been to the FCS playoffs. Look, Tim Rebull, right, former UL uh, assistant has turned that program around and turned them into an FCS powerhouse. That is a great test to try to bounce back against. Okay, so that they're going to be tough. Because um, I'll tell you this, Lindsey Scott Jr. He is the real deal. He's the man. He is the real deal. But I, I like how the schedule falls because you are look. I I don't want to go play some rinky dink. FCS school that you know you're going to beat by 80, right? I want to I want to be challenged. I want to go play a team like like Nichols next week who we know is going to they're going to punch us in the mouth once or twice. But I think we're still better and I think we're still a little bit deeper to where we can kind of kind of grind our way through a win, you know, part of the game and then come out and then get ready for the short week against Ohio. I, I like the way the schedule sets up for that moving forward. I mean, I guess uh, I'm just going to continue to hate everything right now because that's what I'm thinking about. That's okay. That's I wish, okay. I look, wish, I wish we played App State a little later in the year. Well, well, look, we're going to follow the 24-hour rule. So, Josh, you just be mad all you want, man. You just let it out. Let out the anger. Let it out. I understand it. And, and you know, you're, you're a trooper, man, for sitting in that heat and cheering, yeah. the, cheering the Cajuns on today. And, and overall, though, I still think our goals are still ahead of us. But, no, we, we, we need to – we definitely need to improve on what we saw today. Um, and another yeah, thing, well, look, go ahead. The million dollar mullet and I are on rainy right now. We're going to drink our sorrows away. But let me tell you something. What we saw today is not not good, not encouraging at all. No, no, I agree. Now, now let me ask you this though. Outside of the performance, how was the performance of Cajun Nation that showed up to uh, DKR? I was, I wasn't shocked, but I was pleasantly surprised. The alumni tent was lit up. Um, I. I had to guess. I would put us around twenty-five to three thousand. Wow. Uh, we were loud. We were loud. We had fun. It was a, a. It was the crowd that you would expect to go on the road for Texas. Very nice. Very nice. So moving forward, um, you know, I just want to let everybody know. Well, actually, before I end this, do you guys have any any final thoughts on today's game besides what we've already stated? <laughs> I mean. No, nah, I mean, I've pretty much got out everything that I want to say. We, we've got to be better. We've got to be better. But uh, in the end, like I said earlier, all of our goals are still intact. 
I still think that this is a 10 to 11 win football program and we're going to be just fine. So everybody that is freaking out on social media, take a damn chill pill and wake up to sunshine tomorrow because it's all going to be okay. Josh? Pain. Pain. (laughs) (laughs) Well... I think that'll about do it for today. But uh, guys, um, we're gonna we're we're gonna talk a little bit uh, early, uh, later uh, in the week. Um, obviously, we have the three day weekend, but we're gonna kind of recap this game. We're gonna talk a little bit about Nickel State coming up, home opener at Cajun Field next week. But obviously, today wasn't the result we wanted. Uh, the Cajuns drop. Man, it's a drop. They drop a tough one, uh, thirty-eight to eighteen to the Texas Longhorns. Start the season zero and one. But like you guys, like you said, Matt, like all these, like all we've talked about is look, our, our goals are ahead of us. But yes, this was definitely frustrating today for sure. Yep, no question about it. All right, guys. Well, we'll um, we'll come back next week. Thank you guys so much for being on, and um, we'll uh, we'll talk soon. I'll I'll go ahead and close Absolutely. this. I'll go ahead and close this thing out. Win or lose, go Cajuns. That's right. That's right. All righty then. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, that was Matt and Josh, the two, well, I guess you could say they're co-hosts. I mean, Matt's the main guy, but <laughs> I'm handling the soundboards. Uh, Matt is out in uh, handling family matters out of town. Josh was just in Austin for the game. So that's going to wrap it up for the post-game reaction pod here at Rage and Review. Uh, I'll try to get this thing up as soon as I can. When we do, you can check it out on Captivate, um, and uh, we'll have it up on Twitter as well. And, um, yeah, we'll just talk – Well, pretty much we talked about uh, just what happened today and how it really didn't pan out the way we liked it. But at the end of the day, look, you know, we still got a lot of football to play as hard as it was. So – that's going to do it here for Rage and Review. You guys, we will see you on the other side next week. Talk to you soon. Go Cajuns.